So, um, again, no Coco, because he is literally climbing mountains this mm-hmm. weekend. <laughs> oh, that boy. Did you see the picture of him I, on, t- on top of the mountain? I did. I he did. did look majestic. I will say that. I mean, it's just, he's, he's a wild boy. Yeah. He, he has a hard time sitting still. Yeah. So, um, that being said, we have another special guest yeah. with us today. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. My name is Fee. My pronouns are she, they. And I'm here to talk about monster fucking. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Yay. I love this. Um, before we started recording, you were talking about a different type of fucking um, that uh, happens in the Final Fantasy. Uh, I don't know which number. Final Fantasy fourteen, the MMO. All right. Can, yeah. Would you like to talk about that a little bit? You were telling us about there's... I guess the best way to put it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is kind of like uh, sex role plays within the game. Or? Oh, absolutely. ER- ERP, uh, erotic role play, is very mm. prevalent on the server that I'm on. Uh, Mateus or Balmung or Brynhildr or uh, I could just go on and on, really, <laughs> about the different servers. Um, but yes, not safe for work venues are a big thing on those servers, on those RP servers. So you'll have people who will buy in-game housing and then flip the housing into a venue that they open maybe like once a week or or twice a month where you can go in and you can RP like going to the bar, meeting somebody new, fucking in a corner, in party <laughs> chat where nobody can see you, but it's still also kind of public, you know? Is it like, are you typing this out or are you talking on a mic? You're typing this out. I don't know a single person who would like talk on a mic to See, a stranger. I feel, like, I feel like that's easier because like that way you're not like, I don't know, not as exposed maybe. Really? I feel like the other way around is like talking on the mic would be more exposed. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's yeah. Not exp- yeah. It, yeah. Just like having that anonymity like you don't know my voice exactly you don't know my voice you don't know my name you don't know what i look like so there's a really interesting phenomenon where you meet people on final fantasy 14 in these rp servers and you get to know their like kinks and turn-ons before you even know what their name is or like where they work (laughs) fuck yeah yeah like you don't know what they look like either no you just know their character yeah you just know their character cool but i feel like that's a part of the the fantasy right it's like you know, you are engaging in this, like, act and kink, but through this avatar. So I feel like that probably becomes a part of it, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people use the RP world as, like, a vicarious experience. Mm. Um, and then some people just use it as a writing exercise. I think some people do both. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, like, you know... Um, not to bring everything to transness, but I think that could also be like a, um, I don't know if I want to, I guess like a practice ground or whatever, like to like, kind of like, you know, kind of feel like how you want to be perceived and what context you want to engage as far as like sex and sexuality. Uh, I feel like there's a lot you could probably do with that. And also like not having your physical visage, yeah, you know, like, seen and. 
your dysmorphia is gone because you've created whatever you want to actually look or however you want to look. Yeah, and you get to like be embody this person that may or may not be like your ideal self in right. some way. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, is that what people do? For sure, yeah. I know a bunch of people who are trans, non-binary, or questioning their sexuality, who they use these experiences as a way to explore that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people who are trans with body dysmorphia who go into the game and it's like a, a release yeah. where they can be the gender that they identify as and they can be perceived that way. They can move about the world that way. And I really think it's a beautiful thing, role-playing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, a very similar thing, you'll hear a lot of jokes on the internet about D&D. Like, pe- mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, some people in this room, <laughs> who, who have, like, explored, like, gender and names and things through, mm-hmm. like, the role-play that comes with D&D. It's actually quite popular, and I think that really um, is why it's very popular amongst queer folk, because, like, you get to, like, try out these different things and embody this person that you know, could be, like, your future self. Um, yeah, like you said, it's a beautiful thing. It's nice. It's it's a nice thing to do. And, like, just, again, you get to, like, practice being that person and, like, see how that feels. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, you need to try things out before you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like this. Like, I myself, I've got my main character who is a, like, high femme like she, her, but then I also have two alternative characters, my alts, that are men. And mm-hmm. so I get to like explore my gender fluidity through that and like my masculinity through that. And what I've learned is that like I definitely don't want to be like a straight heterosexual guy. Mm-hmm. I think I like where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. <laughs> so like in this in this world, like in this uh scene, if you will do you, like, exchange, like, money and stuff, too? Is there, like, sex work within it? Or? Yeah, is there any kind of, like, I guess, monetization of this whole operation? Whether in the game or, like, actual monetization? So, definitely within the game, with the in-game money, you will see sex work happening, um, prostitution, or just, like, escorting. Uh, myself, I'm involved in a venue that does do, like, hosting. Okay. So, okay. People can go in there, and it's a cabaret kind of setting. Ooh. So people go in there. We have the dancers, and they're dancing on the stage, and it's like the same five dances because you know you're using the emotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, people are attracted to like the persona that you put out, and then they have the option of taking your character, the cabaret character, to a private room that they've set up in a different part of the venue and you can pay like 300,000 gil to have like one full ERP session or you can pay 150,000 gil to just have like a safe for work just chatting maybe making out session yeah yeah oh. is there ever any like bartering with like special items like you know weapons and things you know i am not sure about that i wouldn't be surprised yeah cuz i mean from my dusty old memory of like playing final fantasy like obviously one of the parts of like a lot of rpgs that included is like various weapons and you know they vary in strength and ability or whatever so i could see that like you know like i want that fucking frostbite shirt from tears of the kingdom so i can make link all slutty but (laughs) haven't been able to fucking find it if i could trade it with someone just by like being like hey let's let's do a thing i probably would at this point but you know Because it seems so much safer to me, I guess, than, like, putting your real self out there. 
Yeah. Or like do even like doing like video chat or anything like that. It seems like, oh, well, you can just literally go talk to somebody and the moment that they get creepy, you can just be like, well, help them out. I've done that before, actually. I've um, We call it pokeballing, where you... <laughs> Explain. <laughs> okay. So when you, when you start to disconnect from the server because of, like, internet issues or something like that, then you get this little red symbol next to your name that kind of looks like an outline of a pokeball. Hmm. And so we call it, hey, pokeballing. This person's pokeballing, so we might have to wait for them for a second. And I've definitely faked that before. Because I felt uncomfortable or, or to be honest, if the RP is just like particularly bad and I can't, I've tried my hardest to get them into like a good direction and it's just not working out. So like they're just not role playing at all. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, like I said, or if they just make me uncomfortable because of like some of the stuff that they're into that we didn't talk about beforehand. Right. You know what I mean? Can I ask a really dumb question? I'm sure it's not actually a dumb question. So this is kind of related to something I asked uh, Siri we had Siri Dahl, who's adult performer. Like, do you find that you're, and obviously I can cut this if, like, but like your background, like in acting, do you think, do you feel like that helps out with your like role play? Do you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. And I, I think you're right. I think it does help out a little bit where I can get into character more easily. Um, and I also have an extensive writing background, just writing fan fiction. And I've mm-hmm. been RPing since I was like 13 years old on Gaia Online. Oh, shit. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Gaia Online? Oh, shit. I love this. Yes, give me more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do think, to, to wrap up that question, yeah, I do think that like my yeah. acting has okay. helped out a little bit. Cool. Yeah, like it's something like I have not personally explored much like role play. Um, and sometimes I think maybe it's because of my um, my lack of confidence in my acting ability. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just feel like it is a confidence thing completely. Sure. I've seen it like with our own like D&D times and stuff. Oh, yeah. Where oh, you, my God. You like purposely <laughs> choose a character that's very like aloof and like <laughs> unbothered so that, you know, you don't have to be like, <laughs> like yeah. amongst everybody. But I, I mean, I don't I don't think you should be unconfident. I appreciate that. But yeah, I think like too like you know D and this as well it like you can explore also just like different sides of yourself different facets because mm-hmm. i know some characters i've played have been a bit more sassy and some are more like just kind of a jerk yeah um you know it, but yeah it it's just kind of just nice to just be like you know i'm gonna lean into that a little bit yeah because like, i feel guilty about how um judgy i can be <laughs> <laughs> But this character doesn't feel bad oh, yeah. about that. It's yeah. just the character. It's not my fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. My my main character definitely has like a streak of alcoholism and like foot and mouth disease. Mm. So I often attribute that to like, this is what I would have been like if like my partner broke up with me 10 oh, years ago. Okay. <laughs> This, okay. this is probably the path that I would have gone down, just showing up to bars and being like, so are you in love with anybody right now? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me all about that in front of, in this public forum. Bold, bold, bold. bold. That's a great word for do my you, character. Do you want to be in love with anyone right now? <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard those words together in that way. Like, 
and also if someone came up to me in any venue, a bar or wherever, I don't know how I would answer that. I mean, currently, I, I feel pretty good where I'm at relationship-wise. But like, if I was single, I still think I would be like, "You're weird." <laughs> I don't know. I feel like depending on the like the swagger level. Yeah, like the charm. Yeah. What, what the kids call it? The riz. The riz. Yes, the riz. Right. We don't <laughs> say swag anymore. We say riz now. Um, <laughs> depending on like the the charisma check that this person might have, I might be completely like taken by them. I yeah. don't know. Like, combination of hot, the riz. Mm -hmm. The riz. Height, sorry. Uh, We know, we know. (laughs) Anyone that listens to this podcast knows. It's okay. You know, yeah. I'd be like, all right. (laughs) Sure. Sure. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I'm I'm attracted to a good 5'10 myself. Okay. That's healthy. That's respectable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What what is your ideal, Jim? A seven foot. Dang. Dang. How, okay, I have to ask this. How how often do you come across seven-foot tall people? You don't. This is all fantasy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was just like, I mean, like, you know that they're out there. Well, so I have this, um, I have, a, like, a Patreon subscription to this one artist, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they draw a lot of, like, size difference. Wait, is this the thing you sent me the other day with mm-hmm. uh, some print? Uh, King Sidon and Link. Oh, yeah. so. oh hell oh, yeah. yeah. He's too oh, yeah. fucking big. Well, here's the thing, though. That's their. That's kind of their kink is like yeah, yeah. size difference. Mm-hmm. And God, I fucking love it. And I think it's just because I'm so small that mm-hmm. like I kind of see the world that way anyway. Everyone's way bigger than me. Sure. Or taller, at least. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, yeah, pick me up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, like, I do enjoy a tall person. A big lady... Or anybody, really? Big, big lady. Yeah, but like, there's, there is, there's some, there is something about it that like you get to feel small and it's nice. And yeah. It's like, Ooh. Protect me. Yeah. Protect me, mommy. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of just like to everybody, short, tall, whatever. Yeah. You no, know, it's fine. No, I'm not saying like. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying I'm just like playing. I don't know if I have a like a preference as strong as you do. Right. 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 You know. I'm, In your fantasy world. In my fantasy world? Right, because obviously I don't have a preference of seven foot tall. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, the logistics on that. Well, yeah, no, there's not a whole lot of seven house. <laughs> Definitely need a chiropractor subscription. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. Shall we do the thing? Yeah, let's do the thing. All right. Hello. Welcome to Love at First Sighting. Sex positive, kink friendly, and thirsty conversations about the monsters and cryptids that traverse our backyards and imaginations. My name's Joyce. My pronouns are she, they. I'm your resident monster researcher, giving you the monster book report. Uh, joining me is Jim. Hey, I'm Jim. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm here to read monster porn with my friends. Hell yeah. Also joining us is Fee. Hi, my name is Fee. My pronouns are she, they, and I'm here to talk about monster porn with my friends as well. Yeah. yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Recorded. We are recording for the first time. That's a very good point you make. Yeah, that's that's valid. Okay, so we are going to talk about a thing I've been wanting to discuss for a while. Just haven't gotten around to it. Um, just a heads up. I'm going to really struggle to pronounce this because it's kind of a wacky name. Uh, it's not wacky. It's just hard for me to pronounce, I should say. Um, we are going to talk about the Yara Mayahu. 
Have mm. either of you ever heard of this entity? I feel like Monstrum. I might yeah. have, but like it's been so long, I don't remember what it was about. Cool. Yeah. So the how I learned about it is there's a PBS show called Monstrum. Uh, they talk about different monsters and cryptids and stuff from lore. Um, this is a creature from Australia. Uh, the first to circulate the stories of the Yarramayahu were the Aboriginal people of Australia, which they often use as a cautionary tale for children. Um, the creature is a toothless vampiric cryptid that hides in the branches of fig trees. Toothless, though. Now you, uh, now you might be wondering, yeah. Joyce, if it's toothless, how can it suck blood? I'm glad you literally asked. <laughs> um, this creature sucks its victim's blood through its fingertips and toes. Oh. Um, yeah, despite having an enormous mouth, this cryptid is very hands-on with its blood play. Um, on the end of each of their digits are suction cups, similar to that of an octopus, and okay. each are hungry for blood. The big mouth, does that come into play? It sure does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's describe this little buddy. Uh, the Yaramayahu is often described as a hairless humanoid entity that only stands about four feet tall. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> Usually has red skin and an extremely large serpentine head with an equally large mouth, hmm. all of which is supported by a very tiny body. Uh, some sources describe it as almost frog-like. Okay. Speaking of the mouth, uh, aside from sucking your life force, this creature also tends to swallow the food whole, much the same way as a snake would. Uh, then the Yarmo Yahoo most likely will drink large amounts of water to wash it all down and lie down for a nap. <laughs> I guess it takes a lot out of you to eat a human whole. So wait, so they slurp all the blood out with their fingers and their toes. Mm -hmm. And then they they choke down your like desiccated husk. So I'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah, so a lot of my sources, most often they'll say the creature will suck just enough blood to incapacitate you. Mm. And then slowly they start to swallow you whole. Oh. And, but then they regurgitate you back up and suck out more of your blood. So they kind of store you in their stomach. Okay. And basically it's like an endless cycle until there's no blood or the food manages to escape. Or worse, but we'll get into that. Or worse? What, <laughs> I, what could possibly yeah, be worse, worse than being stuck in a tummy refrigerator? Like. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um... So the Yarmo Yahoo is particularly fond of eating children, but isn't above eating adults. Uh, an old story about an encounter with this creature tells of a hunter who fell asleep under a tree. Before he could react, a Yarmo Yahoo leapt down from the tree and started sucking blood from his face. Afterwards, the man's mother came outside due to the sound of muffled screams to only see the creature trying to swallow her son. She came back with a spear, but it was too late as the creature ran off. Uh, this entity is not especially graceful on land, but is an excellent climber. As the story alluded to, they tend to wait in trees until someone comes along and just drops on them. Ugh. Yeah. They'll wait for days, if not weeks. Um, I mean, that is like a, a snake, though. Yeah, it can wait a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Once they fall down, they'll grapple you and, you know, suction cup you and kind of leach out all your blood. <laughs> um, they tend to hunt in the day, and they only like live prey. Uh, for this reason, you can avoid becoming a snack by playing dead until sunset. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you gotta be a pretty good actor. It is said that if you play dead, that they may try to test you by poking you with a stick or tickling you. Oh. A little tickle. <laughs> so wholesome. I know. It, this this creature is like a mixture of like wholesome and cute, and 
extremely terrifying. Yeah. Like, it's very confusing. It's like someone on Tumblr was like, is Elmo a Yarma Yahoo? Oh, my God. <laughs> Which, I mean, fitting the description. Yeah. Big ass head, big ass mouth, funky little red guy, you know? Like, Shit. Maybe. Maybe. And likes to be tickled. Likes to be tickled. He does like to be tickled. And tickle others. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I also heard that this creature, uh, if it loses one of its victims, sometimes it will try to drink up all the well water in the area to draw people out to get them to come back, hoping to get catch another meal. Huh. So, like, very strategic. Like, um, But, yeah, like... It it is a it's a sentient, pretty intelligent little little booger. Um, all right. So the question you asked earlier: It is believed that you're if you are caught too many times by this creature, you too will become a Yarma Yahoo. Oh shit! Okay. Those that befall this fate are said to slowly slowly lose all their hair on their body. Their skin starts to change to a, a red hue, and the body and head size starts to change. Um, interesting take on the vampire story yeah a little bit werewolf a little bit vampire you know kind of so like if you got munched by <laughs> this little this little guy and then got away one time you're probably all right you're probably all right if it's just the one time but yeah. if it happens multiple times like if he like vomits you up and then eats you again too many times then you're you're probably going to turn into a thing unless all your blood gets sucked out first so it's kind of like a weird waiting game. It's like either you die or you become this little little red guy. I just feel like don't fall asleep under trees anymore. Yeah, you would you would think <laughs> you would think like, you know, if you lived in an area where this is possible, you probably just wouldn't go near a tree. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do. Particularly a fig tree. Yeah. Like Is it only fig trees? Did yeah. I miss that? Yeah, well, he tends to like fig trees. I don't know if it's only, but usually all my sources say fig. Hmm. As mentioned, I wonder okay. what the draw is there. I know there's a, a lot. Of, like yeah. monkeys love fig trees just because they got fruit on them. Yeah, but yeah, they have little uh, figgies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a really good question. I mean, like I don't know a lot about Australia's like biodome, but maybe they just have a lot of fig trees, or maybe figs were just really important to Aboriginal folks, and so it was kind of like a you have to because like it's a food source, right? But they're also like be careful. Okay, because that would make sense that people would keep coming back to them if they know that something's going to drop down and try to slurp them. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Also, in my research, I kept seeing this creature mentioned called the drop bear. (laughs) Isn't that a koala, but it was, like, made up? Um, I'm not sure. I didn't go too deep into it. You know, based on what I was reading, it seems pretty similar to Yarma Yahoo!, uh, one source even cited that drop bears are the pets of the Yarma Yahoo. Aww. So they got a little pet. Little, little bear, little pet. I thought a drop bear was just a creepy pasta. It could be. Like I said, I didn't really research too deep into that. I was like, mm, one creature at a time, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really easy to fall down the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still waiting for the black one. Oh, yeah. that That is still on the list. I need to get to it. But like... I was researching a thing Nobilis, a friend of the show, was telling us about, and it just, like, I fell into two, three other cryptids, like, trying to research just one. I'm just like, Jesus, I don't <laughs> I don't have the brain space for this. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah, it's, um, yeah, well, well, I'll put that on the list, too. I think it's on there. We'll see. 
But yeah, I don't know. If someone knows, let us know on the, the, the socials, what a drop bear is. Yeah, I don't tell know. us. Fight us over it, goodness. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't fight. I don't have an opinion about it, so there's no fight yet. I'm ready to fight about it. Yeah, let's fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's your opinion, drop bears? I think they're koalas. Oh, all right. There we go. Now we have fighting material. Yeah. And koalas, notoriously, have chlamydia. All of them do. Yeah. Wait, like for real? <laughs> yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that is that goof? No, it's not a goof. Don't, like, hug them and then rub your eyes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't, I don't, I probably won't hug one in my lifetime, but who knows? But, yeah, I don't go around hugging koalas. Yeah. Theory time. Yeah. Uh, so, some uh, think this creature could have been inspired by, oh, forgot to look that up. <sighs> Dang it. I'm not good at pronouncing things. If you've ever, you've listened to the podcast, you probably know this. Uh, Trezeers? They're tiny little primates. They have large heads, large eyes. Okay. Into their fingers are fatter. Aww. It's some kind of little monkey. Is it like kind of like a lemur? Uh, some, some kind of lemur? Something like that. Like some kind of marsupial. Like their fingers look like E.T.'s fingers. Okay. Um, uh, of course, I'd like to point out that these little buds are not actually an found in australia so uh. uh they're actually inhabit an island of southeast asia so also they are nowhere near four feet tall they're like maybe a foot they're little tiny buddies oh you hold them in your hand oh i love it um you know some think that perhaps this creature is the result of a mistranslated story about pygmy people who came to australia uh 30,000 years ago uh this was the theory offered up by an archaeologist and anthropologist norman Tyndale. Hmm. Um, considering the colonization of Australia, I could see that uh, how that would have a huge impact on the reports and stories of the Aboriginal people. Unfortunately, it's pretty common narrative. Cultures in various aspects get lost to colonizers. Um, you know, obviously, some say cryptid, some say monster, some say some kind of like forest spirit. But yeah, he. Um, that's that's that guy. I don't know. That, that, you know, he's 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 just a funky little guy, and I've been really just like hungry to like cover him. I don't know. He's just he's fun and weird. He's just so weird. As far as like vampires go, like this, there is some wild vampire stuff out there, but this is like one of the weirder ones to me. Yeah, like no teeth, just mm-hmm. slurps with some suction cups on its toes and fingies. Like it, it almost seems like a weird. A weird like decision i use that word lightly but it's like he's got a mouth like why, <laughs> why can't there be like blood sucking things in there like yeah. why, why the why the finger and toes stuff and why no teeth yeah yeah why no teeth i guess for the dick sucking <laughs> <laughs> so many dicks at once he's got a large ass yeah mouth. Big oh my goodness. just like a whole gang of dicks like if he fell in the middle of a circle jerk he'd be all about it <laughs> Lorp. I didn't even consider the possibilities. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, based on descriptions, I think he could easily fit like five dicks <laughs> in his mouth. Yeah. You know in the old cartoons where they have too many cigars in their mouth and they yeah, light it? It's yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. but dicks. <laughs> that's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> I love that lore. <laughs> this is canon now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh lord. Shit, but yeah, that's the Yarmo Yahoo. He's a wild little buddy. Also, a really funny thing before I turn it over to Jim, 
I recently went over to a friend's house and they have kiddos who are interested in monsters and cryptids and they read about this one. I was just like, it's just kind of like, hmm, yes, I know about this. I won't tell you why, but I know about it. Let's hope they don't Google too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're to Googling age yet, which is very good. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm also thankful my friends didn't ask, like, why do you know so much about monsters? I was like, <laughs> they're just like that's joy she knows things yeah, yeah i'll no. never tell no. yeah i have to, i'm i'm a very uh i'm very choosy on who i tell <laughs> about the podcast i tell everybody except my family that seems like a pretty good rule <laughs> i teach children sometimes that's why i'm a little bit more cautious that's fair yeah that's totally fair i tell all my internet friends oh nice. i love this yeah i'm like yeah. Have, have y'all heard about this podcast and they're like are you going to talk about that podcast again? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Someone's getting the good word out there. I love this. It's my favorite. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, it makes me sad sometimes that I feel like I have to keep it from some people. Because, like, obviously I love this thing and I want it to grow. But, you know, some, like we said earlier, some people are just prudish. Oh, yeah. It's always, it, it, I feel like, too, and I've noticed this lately, like, you tell somebody and they're either like, fuck yeah. Or they stop talking to you. It's it is kind of <laughs> a very no middle ground. Yeah, it's either this or that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah, I've been lucky thus far. The people I've been telling are like, okay, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't had anyone turn me away yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So it again, it pains me to ask this, but does <laughs> but does this little guy fuck? Not this guy specifically. That's probably good. <laughs> Not to shame him, but like this is probably good. He's just, I don't know. <laughs> now, if I had if I had had the the influence of the idea of five dicks at one time, I might have written a story that you know this little guy could fuck in. But no, <laughs> maybe maybe that can be like some Patreon stuff yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So no, uh, I just found a a vampire in general, uh, sort of story. So, not not the Australian guy, but just, you know. You can use your imagination, you can, maybe. Yeah, you can use your imagination. All right. Fee, do you want to be vampire or do you want to be human? Uh, dealer's choice. You pick. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, you're the guest. You get to do I'm the guest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll do vampire. Okay. All right. So, Fee will be playing the role of Cheyenne. And I will be playing the role of Rain, who is a human. All right, and remember to up in those up in those mics. Yeah. All right. So this is a story called Vampire by Fraud Gara. I think I'm saying that right. It's spelled F R A U D G A R A, and this was found on Archive of Our Own. Hell yeah, Ao3. Yep. Okay. Did you eat someone? Rain knows better than to ask, but he can't help it. Cheyenne's eyes are blown wide black with the dizzy bliss of blood anyway. He's also warm, the dead veins under his skin thrumming with someone else's life, burning Rain's fingertips when he catches Cheyenne up against him. Missed you? Cheyenne murmurs, hot, feverish cheek pressed to Rain's chest, smiling a smile like a streamlined flash of white, Mouth red like cherry jam. Rain is weirdly free. Or fuck. <laughs> Rain is weirdly weak for that. Clearly. Rain's 
Rain replies, attempting dry tones, but it comes out breathless because Cheyenne smells like rain, dusky cologne, and something wild, some kind of tangy fragrance that kickstarts Rain's nerves, makes him think he could have been out there with him, teeth out and eyes full of the midnight sky. Weird for a human to feel like that, it's sh he's sure. Cheyenne barely waits for Rain to draw him past the threshold of his apartment door before his hands wander, slipping under the space between Rain's belt and the hem of his shirt, hot fingers slyly skimming the trail of hair at the button of his jeans, and Rain's breath hitches. Cheyenne is so much stronger when he's like this, and Rain feels like porcelain the way Cheyenne drags him up tight, yanking him by the shirt against him, and Rain's palms slam on and Rain's palms slam up on his apartment wall on either side of Cheyenne's head to steady himself. So pushy, Rain remarks, watching the swell of Ryan's chest just, vi just visible in the view of his neckline, hammering new, rapid, desperate living beats under the skin that, to Rain, tastes like heaven. He reaches down to span the shape of Cheyenne's hard hips in his palms, it's always so deeply enthused by how small Cheyenne feels in his hands, contrasted in the way Cheyenne barely has to exert a single muscle to climb Rain, one vice-like grip on Rain's collarbone as he lifts his leg, wraps it right around Rain, presses himself back so Rain can feel the curve of his ass in his palms and the taut friction of the shape of his cock, promising a telling want without words. Well, I want you to fuck me, Cheyenne says matter-of-factly, Slipping his arms over Rain's shoulders, Rain leans in, pressing Cheyenne's lips apart with his own. He waits, takes him in, noting that Cheyenne's breath is deeply sweet and spicy. He'd probably pop several mints before getting here, and Rain is a little let down because the first time Cheyenne had kissed him, he tasted the murder on Cheyenne's tongue, the sick blood decay of his victim, and the love Cheyenne had given them in death. Rain licks into Cheyenne's mouth, hoping to get a linger of it feeling a manic thrill when Cheyenne whimpers, hopefully, and starts tearing at Rain's belt between them, unzipping his jeans and getting a fist around him. Rain presses Cheyenne flush to the wall, slips fingers under the waistline of Cheyenne's pants, touches the naked skin of his ass, squeezing so Cheyenne's whole body melts over him. Always happy to oblige. He barely gets out because Cheyenne is in his mouth again, tongue and teeth making him a shaking thing. The kill must have Shine in a roused mess, because all Rain has to do is rock into him faintly, glide a bruising pressure between his open legs, and Shine's mouth falls open to let out a quavering moan. Rain loves that. He doesn't have fangs, but he bites down all the same, and he drinks down the huff of thrilled laughter Shine spills past his lips. Do you... sorry. Did you think of me when you did it? Rain practically mouths, his voice faint, but he knows Shine hears him. He wants the image in his head. Shine curled around his victim like a snake, pupils like pins in the whites of his eyes, fangs out as he breaks their skin, crushes their bones, and squeezes their veins dry. Shine's fingers curl over the back of Rain's neck, blunt nails touching surprisingly delicate feathers up, the short hairs at his nape. I did, Shine whispered, his smile like a knife. Eyes glazed in deep auburn brown under Rain's entrance hall lights. Tonight, I thought of your big hands, weak and human, trembling on his throat, trying to bend and break what you were never designed to. Rain can't get it out of his head, 
the private feeding delight Cheyenne never lets him see, unspoken and voracious hunger lust in his kills, but Ryan in his body, his mind as he stalks his prey. Rain tugs Cheyenne's jeans off his thighs so he can touch him, inside. There he feels it, Cheyenne all wet for him already, the base of a plug stretching his skin hot and open. Did you... He begins, savoring the wet panic in Cheyenne's breathing as he plays fingers around it, sinking with the slow, teasing grip of Cheyenne's hard fist on his cock. I drank him dry, just like you asked. Cheyenne hisses. Rain, please. Rain curls his fingers around the plug, pulls it out a ways before shoving it back in, and Cheyenne throws his head back in absolute debilitation, and it's the only thing Rain can do to make Cheyenne go weak. He does it again this time even slower, gliding a hot kiss down Shine's throat. He knows Shine will never really let him go out there, never let him get his hands dirty, but he imagines it all the s- but he imagines it'll be like heaven. His own fingers getting to entwine with Shine's as they both feed. They'd be momentous and terrifying. Please, Shine gasps. I just want you. Rain pulls Shine down, slipping the plug out all the way and dropping it. His fingers sink into his fingers sink into Cheyenne, and he groans when he feels him close around his knuckles, wanting to feel that take him in, wet and perfect. Good little vamp. Rain mumbles, and Cheyenne's mouth twitches into a disgruntled and distracted smile, sliding up the wall, dark hair rough and tumble, and his beautiful red eyes as, sh- as Rain starts to rock into him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I was... I feel like kind of stopped abruptly. It was like, we're just getting to the good part. Yeah, like, where, where's the where's the cum? Where's the rest? Yeah, like, you just started a rockin'. Where, where's the cum? Like, again, this is not a criticism. We're just sad to see you go. So quickly, story. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty good. It's like, oh, it just leaves you right on that, like, precipice of, like, oh, and that's... You know, and that's it. We're getting ready to get it. Yeah, <laughs> it leaves Lord. a lot to the imagination. Yeah. 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 I I wasn't sure what to expect because like I I had like a vague sense of the story, and like you had mentioned something about like you know how names are changed from like the characters or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm like, okay, sure, we'll see where this goes. Uh, but yeah, much more horny and much more serious. Yeah. Yeah, it was it has more of a like a a focus on the horror aspect yeah. of vampires. Yeah, yeah, like, which is fun. We don't really do that a whole lot. We don't no. really scare yeah. very much. No, I don't. I don't think we do. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. This is this is a serious story. There wasn't like a lot of like avenues for goofs. I was just like, I'm just gonna sit here and listen. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. And it's also based off of something that I, I like as far as like what it's a fanfic of. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Does that person have other stories? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they have a bunch. So if you want to read more stuff that's like that, I'm positive it's going to be as good. Go check them out. Sweet. On Archive of Our Own. Fraud Gara. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> Go check that out. Because, yeah, that was good. It was well written. We could um, ask. We could ask Fee. Like, do you have a favorite cryptid? Hmm. Do I have a favorite cryptid? Like, I could just say Mothman, but I feel like it's a cop out. 
I mean, it's not a cop so out. Pop, pop is pretty hot. I mean, <laughs> usually the answer most people give it's either Bigfoot or Mothman. Yeah. But I think it's because they're just the most well known. Yeah. Probably have the most fan art of them as well. So, like, you have more of like an image of them in your mind. Yeah, yeah. What was the one who was like Bigfoot adjacent? The Wood Booger? The Wood Booger. <laughs> that was the first episode that I've ever heard. And oh, I was shit. just like so entranced. You started on a really good one. Yeah, I did. We yeah. tried to get that one real funny. Yeah. No, I think I there was no trying. You achieved humor. <laughs> High humor. <laughs> For real. Slurping hot dogs? That was genius. Yeah. I mean, like, we even have fan art of it now on the internet. I feel like we need to share that on our socials other than Twitter because... You truly should. Yeah. Well, it's so good. Well, I know, good. like, some of the other ones, they get a little grumpy when it comes to, like, sexy content. Oh, yeah, that's well, that's true. what I was thinking, like, if we did it as a story on Instagram, because I don't think they really, like, fuck with stories too much. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it. Because, okay. yeah, like, I... I mean, I say this a lot, but I fucking hate Twitter. But yeah. like, it seems like the only place that I know of that I've that you can share like more sexy content. Though I hear like Tumblr is getting a little better about that. Question mark. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, God bless Tumblr. At least at one point. Um. So yeah, I can I can look into that because I would like to. You know what? It's it, so good. Yeah, it's very good. One, go check that out. But two, like, if y'all know of, like, social media stuff that we could join where we could share sexy content and the stuff we do, that would be great because Twitter is terrible. It makes me feel awful every time I look at it. Mm -hmm. It's just not good. It's informative, but it ain't good. (laughs) It's It's not not, good information. No, it's generally not. It's like, oh, I've been living in a bubble every time I look at Twitter. I'm like, anyway. So your favorite... Your favorite was sort of around like a Mothman, a wood booger, but like, what's the most fuckable, do you think? The most fuckable <laughs> cryptid would pro- Or monster, doesn't necessarily or have to monster. be. monster, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's see, I feel like Frankenstein would just lay there. He's also just like this, yeah. He, probably he seems just... very stiff. But like, detachable penis. Mm. Detachable penis. He yeah. is like just made of like various parts, so I imagine... With some fang dangling, you could just, like, detach it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then replace it with something that is, you know, to your specifications. Exa- yeah. Or <laughs> if you just feel a little spicy that day and you're like, you know what? I got this bad dragon dildo. We're going to go ahead and just pop that sucker on. Put some duct tape on there. Put you're ready to go. Put some duct tape on there. Yeah. <laughs> duct tape chastity belt. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You could... Ugh, never mind. My brain. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he... I mean, yeah, I think that aspect would be pretty good. What do you think his, like, noises would be like, though? Oh, God. <laughs> like, like, deep grunts, like, <laughs> Yeah. And then when he nuts, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You know, it's not often that I'm like, why do I do this podcast? But then there's moments like that where I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh Lord! Yeah, when are we gonna get Frankenstein up in here? Well, I, I, I think like I like to save like our like literary monsters for like Halloween because mm. last time we did uh, Carmilla, Carmilla, which is like one of the first like vampire stories, um, and we did our big vampire mommy story. Ooh. Yeah, that one was good. That was hot. So that that's my idea. We can talk about it more later, but. Yeah, I think Frankenstein will be like a Halloween special. Maybe oh, this Halloween. Yeah. 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 Um 
I was going to say something and I forgot what it was. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. now just replaced with Frankenstein's uh, orgasm mode. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Shelley I mean, knew it was up. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Shelley was a horny little goth, I will say that. Like most Tell me goths. more, tell me more. <laughs> oh, she was like super horny. She lost her virginity on her mom's grave. Oh. She always hung out in like the, the graveyard and stuff. Um, her husband and her friends were all writers mm-hmm. um, and they were all like, I think that they were kind of poly. I don't know for sure, but like, mm-hmm. I think they were all kind of like, we're just a big sexy family. <laughs> you know, so, they are peed. All right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would be interested to look that up. Like, you know, I've, I know that they like all hung out, but I didn't know if it was like mm, more than, you know, just like having an art time and brainstorming. In my, mind it oh, is I, more oh than i that. see this is jim's head cannon oh, for mary shelley i feel like I've, i feel like i've seen that somewhere and maybe i just ran with it but i don't know i every time i see something like that i generally want to believe it like there's the thing about h uh hr geiger have you seen that where like mm-hmm. supposedly the idea for alien came from being high on lsd and being um uh, Eiffel Towered by two trans women. Oh, I don't, I don't know if that's true. I want to believe. <laughs> I nice. want to believe. Yeah. I'm like older <laughs> over here. Like, I want to believe that to be true. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like it probably, as a casual researcher, I probably should, like, look into it deeper before I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's the facts. <laughs> Them's the facts. Them's the facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Because, well, I mean, like, that's... It happens. It does happen a lot in literature where scholars are like lo- overlook very obvious, like especially like lesbian stuff. Oh yeah. Like between writers and like artists, like I think there's like even like evidence for Georgia O'Keeffe and Frida Kahlo. Really? Yeah. And it's well, like the vaginas that they painted, of course. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm out in the desert. I'm all alone. All I can think about is vag. <laughs> like you know, like okay, like papayas. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they were roommates. Um, <laughs> they were best friends. They had five cats together. <laughs> they lived in a house until their death. Oh boy. They shared an interest in cucumber statuettes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why do you think it's that? Because <laughs> men, cis men. They were such good friends, they even got buried next to each other. With an to- I will always love you. On There's a totally show. heteronormative explanation for that. <laughs> they were such good friends that they wrote horny letters to each other. Yeah. Oh my god. Now I'm trying to think of like what, you know, obviously I, I don't want to play favorites with our babies, but what cryptid is most fuckable? Mm. I really don't know. Maybe the answer is all of them. No, yeah, the answer is all of them. Like, because I feel in my mind, I can usually make any of them sexy. Most of them. Most of them, Mm -hmm. correct, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Usually my issue with a lot of them is just, like, the size. Oh, yeah, because, well, if they have dicks. Here's the thing, though. You In your mind, you could change it to where it's something that's, you know, palatable. Sure, in my mind, palace. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, elastic or whatever, but, like... That, that ain't the truth, you no, know. Yeah, I yeah. have a fragile human body. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah, for sure. Like, if something came at me with, like, a wiener as big as, you know, my leg, obviously I'm be like, no, thank you, sir. Yeah, closed for business, sorry. Oh, God, yeah. Alrighty. I, I say we, we wrap this baby up. All right. 
All right. Hey, thank you for listening to our show. Um, first of all, Linktree. I will totally say this right. Uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash LaughsPod. You can find our, well, we don't have a website currently. I'll get to that in a second. But you can find all our social media. You can find where to listen to our show. You can find our Patreon, which we have four tiers. Um, you know, we have kind of a general support. We have the book club where you can get our notes and stories we write. Uh, there's also the content club, which um, I'm real frazzled today. You get all that stuff, plus you get special episodes and art that we make. And then there's the booty pick of the month club. Do you want to become the first member of the booty pick of the month club? Please do. You will get a monthly picture of a butt or multiple butts. Um, <laughs> yeah, check out our Patreon. If you can't, that's cool. We totally understand hellscape and all capitalism you know just tell your friends yeah be like fee tell all your internet friends tell your mom tell your dog yeah i will (laughs) i I mean i have a ferret and i'm not gonna tell my mom but that's That's okay i'll tell literally everyone else yeah Yeah. (laughs) all the other people besides those two yes Yes. (laughs) do as fee does yeah yeah so yeah you'll find that um yeah like i said our website is still down uh, you can send us stories that you write or stories that other people write via our Gmail, which is laughspod at gmail.com. And again, that's L-A-F-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Please do. We we always need stories. Yeah. Um, and if you just want to interact with us, we can interact with you there or on our socials. Yeah. Like, write to us. Like, we, we like this stuff. We'll do our best to get to you as soon as we can. Um, but yeah, we, we we love we love our little monster fucker community. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mm, I feel like there's a thing I'm forgetting, but I don't think so. No, I think we're good. I think, yeah, yes. I think so. Social media. Yeah. Gmail. Mm-hmm. Patreon. Yep. Give us stars, you know, write reviews. That oh, yeah. really helps. Praise Pres- kink. Praise kink. <laughs> we're good noodles. Give us this gold star. Um, but yeah, I think that is it. Uh, so watch Shadow, sweeties. Stay horny, babes. I have to do a call well, sign off too. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, always practice safe cryptid sex. Love this. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.